Hey, Grand Forks, welcome to Icky Ichabod's Weird Wrestling. I'm your licensed neurotic on the airwaves, Icky Ichabod. And tonight, we're going to be talking about our top five favorite female wrestlers. Uh, we did the male wrestlers the last time we were on, on the air, so we decided to do the female wrestlers. All right, um, but before we do that, we have to send out a... A shout out to our friends at River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill. Make the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill your next dinner and a movie destination in the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia restaurant, the Shire, or take your meal to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's featured attractions are Oppenheimer, Insidious, The Red Door, Sound of Freedom, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1, and Barbie. Uh, you find the complete showtimes and listings online at rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about the Tuesday special of $5 movies all day long and five fifty senior matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Cinema has luxury recliners and expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages and is family owned and operated by the same company that runs the Grand Theater in Crookston. For their showtimes, look online at morefamilytheaters.com. And if the wizard were here, he would say that that was a fun time. All right. Well, Icky, I know we've been, uh, this has been, I've been ruminating all week trying to come up with all my top five women wrestlers. I know we kind of got some feedback before we jump into it. Uh, people have been kind of wanting to hear maybe just a couple minutes to kick off our weird wrestling episodes with like some of our current takes on the wrestling scene. Do you have any thoughts on what, what you've been into lately? Well, I've been watching WOW, which is women of wrestling, and they've been having some good matches with uh, uh, Coach Campanelli and Randy Rara, which were pretty good. Now... Uh, I, I had no idea about this league until you pointed it out to me. I know you have just good old-fashioned traditional linear television where you only get like the first like 15, 20 channels on the air. Yeah. And you said it airs Tuesday? No, Sunday at 4 o'clock so, on okay, CW. Yeah, like a, yeah a weird, at least here in the local uh, Grand Forks, North Dakota area. Yeah, Sundays at 4 p.m. on CW. Yes. Yeah, and... Yeah, I, I I saw the intro. I think they have like a couple former WWE stars, right? But it's mostly AJ, AJ Menendez. Okay, AJ or formerly known AJ Lee, right? Yes. Yeah. How how do you like that show? How long have you been watching it for? Uh, a couple, like a year. A year or so. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably one of the only wrestlings I can catch because I don't have cable and I can't get Fox. Yeah, so. yeah. We got to have the fancy antenna to reach the Fargo station to get Fox for SmackDown. I know every now and then you catch SmackDown, right? Yeah, when when I visit my mother, I catch w, or, uh, AEW and SmackDown. Yeah, every now and again, I, I I'll I'll watch. Uh, usually, I'll watch highlights of Raw and SmackDown. Occasionally, I'll catch a full episode here and there. Well, you know what? You know what I've been liking is that Adam Cole uh, MJF thing. From what I've been yeah. seeing, yeah, I usually catch Dynamite most weeks. Yeah, that they're building up. It, it's reminding me of the Chris Jericho Kevin Owens how they built up their storyline. I was like, hey, we're two villains who are teaming up, and we are just super best buds now. Well, you know, you know what I really like with Kevin Owens. It's Kevin Owens' uh, uh, tag team with uh, Sami Zayn. Yeah, yeah, those two are, you know, the love-hate, love-hate, love-hate relationship are continues. They, are they still Still champions? tag champs, uh, surprisingly. 
I like Imperium also with yeah. Gunther. And, of course, the Brawling Brutes. Yeah. I always like Sheamus. Yeah. And Gunther, you know, the thing with him is, I know he's supposed to have a big uh, SummerSlam match defending the Intercontinental title against Drew McIntyre. And he's on the cusp. He's, like, about a month away from bring, breaking the Honky Tonk Man's longest reigning Intercontinental title reign. He's, like, because Honky Tonk Man has a record at, like, 15 months and change, and uh, Gunther is right on the cusp of breaking I, it. I like Gunther. I've always liked Gunther, though. Yeah. But I also like the Brawling Brutes and another... Bunch of strong style, no, no nonsense, just smash mouth style wrestlers. I love them. Also, I like uh, uh, the Viking Raiders. Yeah, they they kind of have a new makeover for their act in recent months. Well, how do With you like Valhalla. their new ta- how do you like their new take on them? They're no, no longer the fun loving, just throw down Vikings anymore. No, <laughs> they're like way more hardcore. Yeah, I like Valhalla, but, you know, it's a funny to think that, you know, when they talk about Valhalla, Valhalla is not really a person, it's a place. I know you're big into the whole, yeah, the whole uh, uh, myth- mythology scene for Nordic and all that, so I imagine that must ring home for you for, from what you studied. What I can't stand is the Alpha Academy. <laughs> oh, gosh, I'm fighting the urge to say their catchphrases. They're so... So, so annoying, but I can only imagine, though, if you're in person, you got, it's, you got to fight the urge to join in with the rest of the crowd. I like the Darby Allen sting things that have been going on. Yeah, Darby Allen is, I'm a huge fan of Darby Allen. He is, uh, when they, had, they did that awful Four Pillars uh, storyline with MJF to build up to their pay-per-view match, the only one of those four uh, wrestlers that, that I thought stood a chance at MJF was was Darby Allen because I think Sting successfully passed the torch on to him and made me buy him as a main event act in AEW. Well, whatever happened to Eddie Kingston? Eddie Kingston? I, he just came back in recent weeks. I can't remember if he had a brief injury or brief sabbatical. I think he might have been suspended for a backroom fight uh, with, I want to say, uh, Sammy Guevara. I think he instigated a backroom brawl with him, like a legit backroom brawl. But I, I may be getting that mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> There's been, it's been a year for backroom shenanigans with AEW. Well, I like, you know who I really like is Hook. Hook? Yeah. It's Taz's son. And Great he's theme the, song. He's the FTW champion, too. Yeah. I will like say. Like his father. His father was the first F- FTW champion. Yeah, Taz, yeah. He passed, yeah. A great way to pass a torch to him. And uh, uh, I will say, I did catch a full episode of Collision, the new Saturday night show. How is that? I, I, I saw, like, the. I kept seeing the, the promos for it where they talked at, where they were talking about uh, CM Punk coming yeah, back. They're kind of making it as like the CM Punk show. It's not officially a roster split, though it kind of feels like a, a soft roster split yeah. unofficially with AEW because they're making it seem like this is where CM Punk kind, will mostly be, so he doesn't stir up controversy with the Young Bucks from his like backroom Sunday brawl. Night Heat, in a sense. Kind of, yeah, but this is a two-hour show. It kind of has a little bit of a different camera uh, aesthetics and vibe. Does it it have the weird camera thing like uh, Wrestling Society X? Oh, like the shaky cam? No, no. I I think it just does like slightly different angles, slightly different color schemes, you know, like SmackDown's blue and Raw's red. This one, it's not quite that different, but you'll notice, yes. But I I will say I do notice from the one episode I caught and from highlights from a couple of other previous episodes, it does seem it dials back kind of like, uh, I'd say 80% of the cornball humor from your average episode of Dynamite, which I'm a huge fan of. I, I'm good with a small dose of cornball humor. Well, you know what I really like? Regular Dynamite episodes, it's just, it's just too much. I really liked when, when uh, MJF got kicked off of AEW because he's like, he's like doing the, the, uh, the shoot. Oh, yeah. And when they had he... to cut off his mic and everything. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. But 
Yeah, that's my my takes on the current wrestling scene. I'm looking forward to the SummerSlam. I think that's just a few weeks out. What about the trial of Roman Reigns? We were ta- we were talking about oh, yeah. that, that one day. Yeah, the the entire like what two to three year saga of Roman Reigns ever since they turned him uh, villain heel. There, I've been. The, it seems like every few months they have a new chapter they've been weaving in, and the latest being, you know, you know, the Usos breaking off from Roman Reigns, and you know, they got they're building up Jay Uso, and they did a the Usos did a trial of Roman Reigns, and they made it look like where Roman Reigns was like, you know what, all right, I'm done. Yeah. And, but instead, he just gave a good old low blow to Jay or and, or Jimmy Uso, and yeah, it's it was it was very well done. You know what I really liked was how Corbin Baron Corbin like denied all the characters that he's playing it showed him like on nxt tv yeah. burning like the the hawaiian shirt and i know baron corbin's your guy yeah or at least happy corbin was yeah he's in nxt now and he's doing a whole new i'm actually going to watch it when i get home i'm behind i'm going to catch the replay of great nxt great american bash where i he, loved i i love that baron corbin he's one of my favorites besides Sami Zayn because he has he has a huge match uh, or he had a huge match last weekend against you know uh olympic uh wrestler and like uh, uh two, i believe two-time ncaa uh amateur wrestling champion gable stevenson he's making the transition to wwe so he had a big like i think it was gable stevenson's like first uh like aired debut tv match for uh wwe altogether so that's that's a big deal well, you know, before before we get to this, you know what I really liked about Baron Corbin? Happy Corbin? No, the poor Corbin. Poor. Oh yeah. With the with the with the messed up hair and the beard, the long beard, and- Chef Boyardee shirt. Yes. That was like they said they I read interviews with him after the fact on it and he said crowds like everyone hated Baron Corbin. He kind of had that go they called in the business go away heat where all right, we want this guy off our TV, but they did such a good job of making you feel bad for him that people were were buying into it and were legit giving him money in the crowd because they <laughs> they, they convinced the, a lot of uh, your diehard wrestling fans that he's really down on his luck. Well, he's not breaking kayfabe, I can tell you that much. That's right. Well, I guess uh, we should probably get to our main topic All here. Right. Uh, uh, why don't you break in? We, we got the special artwork. I got that from the WWE, uh, I believe, the Empowered DVD set cover. You see a bunch of the WWE lady wrestlers from all over the eras. But this, this isn't just WWE lady wrestlers. This is all women's wrestlers, right? Yes. And uh, You want well, me to start? Uh, well, should we uh, kind of did like for the top five men's wrestlers? Let me just give a quick uh, refresher on what the criteria is for our, our top just five our women's favorites. wrestlers. Yeah. You know. No, any era, any style, right? Yes. Doesn't have to be just one league or one federation. Yes. Yeah. I had a hard time coming up my list. I had to make a lot of cuts. Well, I'm going to start off them. Yeah. Uh, my first favorite is Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley, the current, yeah, the, one of the current women's champions. They just rebranded the, the, the Raw Women's Championship and the SmackDown Women's Championship. I believe it's now the WWE Women's Championship and the Women's World Championship. I get them mixed up. I forget which one Rhea Ripley has. Well, I like, uh, I like uh, Judgment Day. Judgment Day, Judgment yeah. Judgment Day is one of my favorite things on Raw. Um, I also, you know, since we're talking about Judgment Day, I like Dirty Dominic. Actually. Dirty Dominic. I, <laughs> He's got a hard time, man. I, I didn't like him when he was with his father, Rey Mysterio. And- he, he's brought back the mullet. Yes. Who would have thought bringing back the mullet was possible? Well, Mike Awesome did it. True, true. But this is but many years later. But he was also later. that 80s guy or yeah. that 70s guy or whatever they called him. The Fat Chick Thriller, that was one of his, one of his personas. Oh, my gosh. Team Canada. Oh, so many, so many. Uh, what, what do you like about Rhea Ripley? Uh, just her attitude, you know. Yeah. I, I, 
I don't know why they call her mommy though now. I think that's just Dominic's thing. <laughs> uh, oh, well, Mister Mister, maybe Eddie Guerrero was the father. I think it's maybe. a play on you know, like yeah, I remember for Dominic when he's like, uh, uh, when Eddie Guerrero did the feud with him when Dominic was a kid, they had I'm your pappy. I think it's just a play off that. It's all, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rhea Ripley. She's she's coming into her own now. This ever since joining the she's, Judgment Day. She's tough. Yeah, and I like her punk rock style. Another another wrestler that I like the punk rock style from is uh, Ruby Soho. I, I I didn't put her on my list, but she's oh, yeah. she's a honorable mention. You know, I got a bunch of honorable mentions. Maybe after I do mine, I'll just kind of just rapid fire them off here. Yeah, uh, the yeah the former I'm uh, Ruby. Uh, Riot. <laughs> I was almost forgetting her well, WWE just, name. She just named herself after a song by yeah. Rancid. And has a very fitting entrance theme. Uh, yeah, my number five, I'm going with uh, Trish Stratus. Uh, oh, Trish Stratus. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't she, she in all those TNA matches basically a well, lot? Well, they, they kind of, she, she really evolved her style because for her, like her first like year, year and a half in WWE, she was just like a, a manager or a valet, and she yeah. did a lot of those kind of like just kind of uh, just very kind of lewd, trashy matches. And uh, but eventually, once WWE brought back the women's championship after it was inactive for a while, she she had she has like an athletic uh, uh, like training uh, cardio background, and she actually learned wrestling and over over like several years became a really good women's wrestler. She had all those killer moves like. The, the Matrix move and, like, the satisfaction, all those great things. Uh, yeah, what, what were you th- saying? You know, women wrestling has gotten more uh, serious mm-hmm. over the years. It used to be just bra and panties matches and cat fights and things like that. But well, then, nowadays, yeah. it's an actual legitimate thing. Yeah, there but was like a... in Japan and, and Puerto Rico and Mexico, re- women's wrestling has been serious for a long time, mm-hmm. more than it has in America, especially, like, on WWE. WWE did all those TNA matches and the cat fights and well, yeah, there. I remember, I remember. Uh, I can't, I can't quote it on air, but when I think it was like Ivory or something like that was in a match, or it was Trish Stratus actually, and Paul Heyman said something, and they go, he goes, well, basically, I could, you know, get fired for saying this, and then they knew who they were working with, you know. I think, I think he said it's my first day here, and we're in. Washington D.C. <laughs> you you know what I'm talking about, oh, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, like yeah, Trish. She kind of was involved with a lot of that the, that kind of like lowbrow, easy, dumb humor. That yeah, I'm sure you could find a lot of clips on. And you know, for WWE, there was various er- eras over the de- last several decades where like the Attitude Era, where they treated women's wrestling seriously, and then other times where it's just like the sideshow for like the one minute trashy match. And well, uh, it's like. When, it's like when they had like characters like Doink the Clown or things like that. It was kind of exploitation. Yeah. Well, yeah, sometimes, you know, Doink the Clown, some of those wrestlers, there's a time and a place for them on, on a wrestling show. But if they're like too much of a focus, that's where they get to detract. That's kind of like where I am with AEW and Orange Cassidy right now. But, I don't uh, like freshly squeezed. <laughs> yeah, same. Very, very same. But yeah, Trish Stratus uh, was always a fan of her, was like kind of like, my, <laughs> like my, my high school favorite and going forward afterwards. Uh, yeah, yeah, just in the way she evolved herself, became a seriously good women's wrestler, and and she, you know, and she's back now. She's kind of having her nostalgia run, and 
uh, and these last several months, this whole year, I thought she was just coming back for a couple months to build up to a, uh, a WrestleMania match. But then she did a killer heel turn on Becky Lynch. And I'm really loving the program she has now. And she's taking Zoe Stark under well, her wing. And I'm just looking forward to what she's, how, however long she's back for. You're, you're bringing me into my next, uh, my next yeah. uh, pick. What do you got? Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. The man. The man. Yeah, she's I, I, on my list too, but uh, you, go ahead. I, I love Becky Lynch. Uh, I like a lot of these Irish wrestlers. I like I like Sheamus, and I like the brawling brutes. I just like her uh, her accent when she talks. I think it's cool. It, you know, actually, just to just to rip on her accent for a little bit here, mm-hmm. she sounds like the chicken in the Twix commercial. The chicken. I don't even remember that. Oh, wow. what came first, the chicken? Or the cookie, or the cookie dough. Oh my gosh! I and then, am... then all of a sudden, the chicken lays an egg, and it goes, "Oh, how embarrassing!" And it sounds exactly like Becky Lynch. Yeah, Becky Lynch really revitalized her character. She she had an okay first couple of years in WWE, and then uh, I have really loved her in NXT when she had that really great run with uh, that feud with Sasha Banks when she kind of had the steampunk character to yeah. her style, and then. Were you kind of like with the rest when she really kind of took over uh, when she had that uh, that one like Charlotte, she kind of worked her way back up from the doldrums of the card after she was kind of buried. But then Charlotte Flair stole her thunder and then she that just kind of motivated her to get into the man kick ass mode that we all know and love of today. Didn't didn't she win like a uh, whatchamacallit a money in the bank one year? Um, I can I do not think so i think I, <laughs> you might she might have uh i know she was a victim of losing her championship i want to say to the money in the bank or uh i know she kind of did the equivalent of a money in the bank cash in when she came back uh from her uh maternity leave and she kind of just instantly challenged bianca belair to a match and just kind of caught her off guard and beat her within like what a half a minute you know what really grinds my gears uh-oh shotzi Shotzi Blackheart? Yes. Why, with the, why with the stupid army tank. You don't like her tank and the helmet? <laughs> I've heard interviews with her and why that helmet means a lot to her, actually. It's actually pretty heartwarming. I'm like, wow, this, this helmet isn't just like a gimmick. There's a lot to it. It kind of turned me around to her, actually, a little bit. Well, you know, it, at least it's better than that uh, augmented reality thing that they do with some of the wrestlers. Yeah. Um, is it all right if I go with my number four? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'll say the character known as two names over her career, Medusa and Alundra Blaze. I'm yeah, from yeah, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. My leg. Oh yeah, jo- John. Remember? Yeah, she she had quite the run. She was in the AWA in the '80s, and then she had an awesome run in WCW. I'm not familiar with Medusa. Well, that in the, she drove monster trucks. Yeah, she drives. I think she still drives monster trucks now, right, John? Yeah. Yeah, she she is a badass. She got inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame a few years ago. Really? Gave a killer speech, and she she did a when she went to well when she was in WCW, she was like the the evil. She was kind of like the equivalent of Rhea Ripley, you know. Now for yeah. the Judgment Day, she was like that in WCW for Pauly Dangerously's faction, the Dangerous Alliance, and like she like you know they had a War Games match where she climbed to the top of the War Games cell and dropped down some weapons for didn't, her team. Didn't what wasn't she in the Oddities for a while? Um. No, that was someone else. Uh, yeah, I, I got him confused. Then. But and then she came to WWE for a few years. Had a really good run for a few, the early Raw years uh, as Alundra Blaze. And like, there's this one man. I was watching on this DVD actually uh, that we got the cover art from the Empowered DVD. Just like, oh, there's a Raw match from 1993 or 94 with uh, Bull Nakano and, and Alundra Blaze, and the two 
tore it up with all kinds of athleticism that was completely unorthodox for WWE Can in like the early nineties. Yeah. Um, you know how you're talking like old wrestlers? Mm-hmm. Do you remember when Mae Young gave birth to the hand? <laughs> yes. That that was part of the very, very lowbrow trash TV for the women's wrestling that we referenced earlier. Vince Russo. <laughs> Vince Russo wrote it. Yeah, but uh, the the most uh, infamous thing that uh, Alondra Blaze did, she was a women's champion when WWE fired her. And and you, you've probably seen this, I'm guessing, Icky referenced on TV. So WWE fired her when she ha- she was the champion. They just gave up on women's wrestling. They're like, oh, we don't we got to cut costs. We got to get rid of our women's division. No more women's wrestling. And she was still the champ. And so w- this was just a couple months into WCW Monday Nitro. So she shows up on, live on WCW Monday Nitro. She brings a WWE women's belt on WCW television live on air and drops it in the trash can. <laughs> She's did, like, this is what this means to me. They did that with the ECW title too, but uh, that was a. It's still one of the top, most talked about things, like many, many decades later. Okay. And, but but eventually WWE they kind of reconciled and they inducted her into her Hall of Fame. But yeah, love okay. love Medusa, Alundra Blaze. What's so? What's your number? Your next pick, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey, former uh, uh, MMA fighter and technical wrestler. She reminds me of Ken Shamrock, only a woman. Yeah, she she had that crazy good UFC run there uh, for where she was destination television for all her fights there for a couple of years. I liked uh, when she would fight Asuka. Yeah, what what do you make of her WWE run? Oh, uh, yeah, I liked it. I like her music. You know, she's kind of a ripoff of Roddy Roddy Piper. Well, she kind of Roddy Roddy Piper actually gave her his uh, blessing to use like his like uh, uh, like you know his like uh, uh, ring attire and like the kind of like his logo for the, the nickname Rowdy. Yeah, she he actually gave her his endorsement really? before he passed away. Well, that's good. That's good. You know, I really like R- Ronda Rousey. Who was her her partner? Uh, Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. Yeah. I liked them when they were together, but. Uh, yeah, when they broke up and it was just kind of bad because Shayna Baszler and and uh, Ronda Rousey were, I think they were on SmackDown. She, she had well, Rousey. She, I really loved her first year in the WWE, and then she kind of took that you know uh, maternity leave for like a year or two. Yeah, and she's been she's been good back. But I heard she's going to retire soon. Yeah, I think this SummerSlam. It sounds like at SummerSlam it'll be her last match. Uh, she's re- finishing up her contract. I think by then. It's not, from what I from what I understood here. But uh, a lot, you know, just to talk about another wrestler, I like Alexa Bliss also, especially when she get went nuts and started talking to that little doll. <laughs> oh yeah, she that that was her Wizard of Weird. It was, and it reminded me of uh, Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, that gosh, yeah, yeah. Alexa Bliss was one of my runners up, so I had a lot of hard cuts. Yeah, I, I see. We're, we're we're thinking of the same thing most of the time here. I did a lot of research for this list. Uh, any other Ronda Rousey memories? No, not really. Uh, all right, if I go with my uh, number three, go ahead, Mickey James. Uh, what what a run! She had a, a great few, like four or five years in WWE, and, uh, and and she was just fantastic. She had that great feud with Trish Stratus, that introductory feud for like what several months that built up to an awesome WrestleMania match, and then she be, she somehow made the transition to being a really good uh, uh, a good. Good character, a fan favorite, and uh, and then and then she had a really good run in Impact. You know, being like hardcore country. And well, I'm getting her mixed up with Michelle McCool, I think. Oh, really? Wow. 
Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Michelle McCool is now Undertaker's uh, uh, better half. Yeah, wife. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, two different ones there. But they both kind of have Southern accents. Uh, but yeah, Mickey James had a, had a great run in Impact Wrestling. He even showed up. They let her... Uh, c- come on WWE TV for one of the Women's Royal Rumbles with the Impact Wrestling Championship, and like I was like that was some very su- that was a surprising appearance. We but need, uh, yeah, yeah, we can rapid fire it a little bit here. So, uh, what's your next pick? Um, your number two, Beulah McGillicuddy. Oh yeah, Tommy yep. Dreamer's girlfriend, and was Raven's girlfriend at one point in time. And then there was that whole lesbian story angle, too. I know we talked about her on the ECW show. She had that great feud with Alfonso, that great match. And we actually saw Bill Alfonso a couple months ago. Oh, yeah, the time bomb. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, she, great ECW women's wrestler. Encapsulated the ECW style to a T. Uh, want my number two? Yeah, sure. Bailey. I, I thought, oh Bailey, yeah. I like Bailey. Yeah, you know, she's, she's she's kind of a witch, so you know. Yeah, she you know, amazing NXT run. How they kind of made her uh, like seem like the girl next door, your little sister almost that you just wanted to look out for and make sure like they. Um, if you haven't seen her NXT run, it's just fantastic uh, storytelling in wasn't the wrestling she, world. Wasn't she with feuding with that Rodriguez girl? Uh, I know Sasha, or Mercedes now she's known as, Mercedes Monet in Japan. Uh, but yeah, her and Sasha Banks had a great rivalry. Highly recommend to look up on YouTube or WWE Network or on Peacock, her uh, uh, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn match, the 30-minute Iron Woman match against uh, Sasha Banks. Great stuff. Well, you know who that reminds me of, kind of? Hmm. Um, oh, what is her name? I forgot now. Oh, oh while you're oh, thinking. Oh, uh, Sonya Deville. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sonya Deville's. Yeah, I'm really digging her current stuff, and she's current women's tag champ with uh, Kelsey Green. Yeah, I'm, I'm, really bringing, I'm really digging what she's got going on right now. But, yeah, Bailey, real quick, she had a, that kind of weird floundering. You're trying to get, get used to the WWE big thing. They were booking her horribly, but then they finally made it click. When, how, did you, how do you like Bailey's ding-dong hello bit? <laughs> I think it's cool. Oh, I love it. I, she, she's been on fire. She had an unfortunate injury, but she's been great in WWE the last two years. So, yeah, Bailey, my number two all-time women's wrestler. All right, my I'll go for my number one now. Do you need a drum roll? Where is it? Oh, there we go. That's a drum roll. I don't think we have it on that soundboard. <laughs> All right, sorry about that. It's all right. So the number one, Oscar, Empress of Tomorrow. She was one of my runners up. Yeah. Well, what do you love about Oscar? I just love her face paint. I love her attitude. I love her. She's a striker. Yeah. She's a submissions artist. She's a high flyer. Strong style. You know, we're, there was a a. a, a Another wrestler named Asuka. I got these two confused. But there's a wrestler from Asuka from, named Asuka from Japan who is actually transgendered. And I kept thinking, Asuka? You know, I, I didn't know there was two Askas. And I remember you were telling me that one day. I'm like, ah, I think you're getting some stuff mixed up there, Icky. But then you brought up to me there's another one. And, yeah. Well, you know, it, it's really rare to have two wrestlers have the same name and... Yeah, yeah. The, the pictures were kind of blurry, but it looked like Asuka from WWE, you know, with what the person was wearing. I can think of a couple of examples from over the past, but uh, yeah, that's a whole other story. But yeah, what, what, you got a favorite Asuka match? Um, I like, I think she wrestled Charlotte Flair a few weeks ago, and I thought that was good. Loved her NXT run. She has a record for longest NXT Women's who Championship reign. Who is that one, that one Japanese girl who was like a pirate or something? The pirate princess Kairi Zane. 
Yeah. I liked her too. Yeah, she was she was great. She, I like a bunch of Japanese wrestlers. I uh she's a runner Nagome up. Kudo and I was gonna put this one on my list. Uh, um Combat Mother in Law Toyota was her name. I was kinda of trying to get a refresh on some of the Japanese wrestlers, but I don't have that extensive of a knowledge and uh other than the ones that made the voyage over here in America. Like Megome Kudo. Uh, I was debate uh, Oscar Kyrie Zane were runners up runner ups on my list. Uh, Can I say something really quick? Go for it. We were talking about Magome Kudo. She was actually in an exploding barbed wire match in FMW, and she like her the the explosion caused her like singlet or whatever she was wearing to melt into her body. Yeah, they do a lot. They, there's AEW starting to get, do some of those women's. Deathmatch, barbed wire matches too, or or like more weapon based matches. Uh, was it Britt Brit Baker and was it Thunder Rosa? I think had I a think really so. good death match on AEW. And then there was, of course, the fiasco with the exploding ring that was horrible. <laughs> uh, well, I'll just say real quick for my number one, we are Yuri covered her. Yuri named her Becky Lynch. I absolutely love what she's doing. I think she has transcended from being just like okay, yeah, you know, the women's division has been so has just grown leaps and bounds in the WWE the last several years. But what she has done for the WWE women's division, she's put it like to another level where it's almost on par for being like destiva- destination uh, Unknown, watching. Unknown Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, destination watching. Well, like she made it, she had the women main event, the uh, WrestleMania and uh, that where, you know, the triple threat there with, was it Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, uh, yeah, and then another one in recent years, and she, like, her feud with Bianca Belair recently has been amazing. Yeah, she has been, well, yeah, just fantastic these last few years. There was a ladder match a few months ago between a bunch of female wrestlers, and Becky Lynch was in it, and they just totally destroyed each other and in I'm, the match. And, like, every week it's like, you know, her and Seth Rollins, you know, the one of the you know, behind-the-scenes, you know, uh, married couple, each week they always bring Seth it each Seth Rollins week. is married to Becky Lynch? Yeah, yeah, each each week they have like, and they, each week they share their interest. They share each other's interest of wearing the most flamboyant, eccentric uh, ring attires each week. So it's like, all right, what are they wearing to the ring this week? Not to be rude, but I always thought Seth Rollins was gay. You have been misinformed. <laughs> but, well, it's just because of the way he acts and the way he. And uh, it's mostly just the way you he are talks off the mark that, there. High, high pitched voice. I'm not. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that or anything. If he is, but I, I was just misinterpreted because he was. Kind, he's kind of flamboyant. His character. Well, that just goes to show you. Do not believe the stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, Becky Lynch, number one. I, you know, Becky Lynch is awesome. I remember when I first saw her when. She, so. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're on board. Both up. Uh, Couple of my other runners up: Tessa Blanchard, Gail, Gail Kim, Hakura Shida. Oh, Gail Kim is married to like a self help guy now. Oh, really? Okay. Jazz, Beth ja- Phoenix. What AJ about Lee. Lita? Uh, I forgot about Lita. Yeah, she she would be on there. Some of your other runners ups. Uh, some of my other runners up. Uh, I, I I thought Nicole Bass was kind of cool. Oh gosh, yeah, she was with what Ivory there for a hot minute in the Attitude Era. And then I liked Ivory because I, I I hate to say this, but I'm really a fan of the right to censor. That was I, a f- thought, I thought it was a good group. That was a good group for the time. Yeah, they got the crowd hated them, and yeah, really good group for the time. But oh, and Natalia was a runner up. And a long Valhalla, time. I like Valhalla. But Nikki Bella, uh, Charlotte Flair, 
a uh, bunch of runners up. It was a hard list, but yeah. How, what'd you think about that? Yeah. Not too bad, right? No, no. We had a lot of the same ideas. So, all right. Uh, which so, is a good thing. <laughs> but yeah, that was fun ranking the top five men wrestlers, uh, last month and the top five women's wrestlers this month. This was great. So maybe other people have their picks. We want to hear them, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of really great female wrestlers. Oh, not, oh, I'm going to mention one more female wrestler and then we got to start. Yeah. Getting oh, into yeah. This stuff. Uh, Coach Campanelli from uh, Wow. I really like her. All right. Some of the Wow rest, women's wrestlers, it's women of wrestling, is really good, um, but they don't really have hardcore matches and stuff like that. It's just more straightforward. Well, should we wind things down here? Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we got to hear from our friends at Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Aaron says Chris and his team did a spectacular job on the damage to my aunt's garage and siding. Kept us up to date on the progress and the finished product was amazing. Thank you for your professionalism and hard work. Hey, get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. All right, but before we go... Icky, one, one sec. Uh, why don't we... We'll, we'll replay that Executive ad. I had some audio... Okay. I had some audio playing okay. in the background. And it didn't come across all the way, so let me replay it one more time, okay? All right, sounds good. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Aaron says Chris and his team did a spectacular job on the damage to my aunt's garage and siding. Kept us up to date on the progress and the finished product was amazing. Thank you for your professionalism and hard work. Hey, get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. All right. Well, before we go here, we're going to take a shout-out for some actual pro wrestling in Fargo. It's called Wrestling There Goes the Neighborhood by Time Bomb Pro. It's on Thursday, August 10th at 7 p.m., at the Sanctuary Events Center, downtown Fargo. And this is going to be an outdoor event. You can buy your tickets at timebombpro.com. And there's going to be such wrestlers as Heavy Metal Lord, Jordan, Mad Dog Connolly, Joey Janela, and Time Bomb Pro Champion himself, Brian Keith. There's going to be a Texas death match, a dog collar match, and a street fight, plus much more. All right. So we are done. Uh... Uh, stay weird, Grand Forks, and we will see you in a couple weeks.